Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started, so let's roll and on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 39 on this fine Monday. Um, today, Darren and I are going to talk about the midterm elections and, you know, a lot of people don't even bother with the midterms. They think that they're not important. Um, you know, if if you're not some sort of weird fucking romantic like me, maybe they don't mean shit. I don't know, dude. Um, but I, I do think that they're important. Um, so this midterm, I, I'm just going to do a quick intro and then I'll hand it over to, to Darren. Um so this midterm, we've got all 435 House seats up. So everybody's voting on the House. And out of the 100 Senate seats, we've got 35 of them that are up for vote. Now, it's kind of weird um, how we do shit because, you know, of course, our illustrious VP um, left. So... They're going to have a weird vote in California where you're voting for the last two months of her seat and then the following term. So there's going to be two votes for that one seat, which is fucking weird to me. I, you would think that whoever gets the two months would get the following term, but maybe that isn't the case, which is also kind of cool. Like if you're a total fuck up, you get two months, but the sad thing is, is that you've got to do both votes in one swing. That'd be awesome. If you could just raise fucking holy terror for two months while you're in office, <laughs> there's not, no consequences. You just do whatever it is, you, you know, I'm going for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that, that was basically my intro. I mean, obviously the Republicans are fighting to get control, um, right now in the house, it's a slim fucking margin. I mean, it's a total of five seats. Um, three of them are vacant, and the other two are held by Democrats. Um, sadly, we've only got two independents in the Senate and none in the House. So, you know, that's why I, I hate the argument that it's the devil you know sort of thing, or the lesser of two evils, Republican or Democrat. I mean, out of 535 fucking seats between House and the Senate, we have two independent parties. Two. That's it. One of them was in Vermont, and I think yeah, Bernie. the other one was, uh, where the fuck was the other? Uh, it doesn't matter. I it, mean, but even, even though Bernie is, identifies as, or his run as an independent, when he ran for president, he ran for president as a Democrat. Um, sometimes these things are just seman semantic, you know. Because I mean, ultimately, if you don't have connection to those, you, I mean, how do you have how do you have any power? I mean, I was actually looking at some of the stuff at the UK, and theirs is almost in spite of the fact that it's you know prime minister and the way that they run things is quite different. I mean, it's the Tories and it's Labour, and that's pretty much the the whole 
and I'm sure there are some some nominally smaller positions, but they, so, there's so few like the ones that you're talking about here. Like if if you had a designation that was like the Green Party or like you remember you brought up the, the Constitution Party or something like that, nobody's ever going to get in into those spaces. So like the, the designation becomes an abstraction in itself independent you know yeah i know but, but that's what that's what bothers me and that's why you know the the entire argument the lesser of two evils just pisses me off because that means that in all probability the republicans are going to take control because it's a five fucking seat margin i mean <laughs> that's slim and i think it's only I think in the Senate, it's two. Um, it's 50-50 right now. Is it? It's 50-50. Yeah. In the Senate, in the okay. Senate, yeah, it's been, yeah, it, and it hasn't changed. I mean. Um, well, it can't be 50-50 because there's two independents. But, like I said, I he, votes, he votes with, Bernie votes a Democrat, and, and uh, the guy from Maine, Angus King, he, 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 he generally votes votes along that conservative line so i mean that, that's just sort of the way the, and, and the way that everything was calculated throughout the entire any any major legislation was coming through was always down to you know what are you gonna what are you gonna do uh into because the filibuster you know what are you gonna do and with regards to the, the the places where they'll let you uh uh swing swing a dick like they did with the uh the inflation reduction bill what a fucking joke that shit was um, but more back to the, the, so you, you said, uh, it's close and by all measures, uh, Republicans are, are going to, they're going to, they're going to crush. I mean, it, it would be, it would be almost impossible to imagine a scenario, uh, where, where they don't. And it's funny because ever since Trump, when they do the polling, the polling always shows the Democrats are way better off than they normally are. But like they've been off by eight eight points to twenty twenty plus points in some of the the places where these uh, these people that go out and put their questionnaires to people. Um, but aside from that as well, uh, presidents like over and over again that in that when they're in this mid space with, with Clinton in 94, you can be blamed that on, on his wife to some extent with regards to the, um, the original bringing forward of, um, lukewarm socialized medicine. Uh, but Obama got fucking crushed in 2010. You know, the, they lost all the seats there too. Um, George W. Bush didn't lose it until 06. What's but, happened since Johnson, though? It, it's like like you literally you vote you vote a president in, and then there's a, I mean, is there just something in the, our social psyche to where we we want to have you know? A, well, I've I've noticed just from talking to people, and it is probably because like they're blaming fuel prices on Biden. They're blaming all of this stuff on Biden, and then you know when people start the the mudslinging, you know, via mail or TV or radio or social media or whatever. Um, they think, oh, well, we need that counterbalance, you know, that you were talking about the other day. And I know it was a different counterbalance, but that's what they're thinking, I think. 
What they should be thinking is, none of these motherfuckers have anything in common with myself um, or my belief system, so I'm not going to vote for them. I'm going to vote for whomever else, someone over here, Green Party, Libertarian, whatever. But they don't. They just fucking vote for the Republican. And last year, a straight-ticket Democrat or a straight-ticket Republican. And then you just vote for R or D, which is retarded. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. <laughs> I, I, I get that. And, and you, you said, like, so, like, the buttons that they try to push, the royal day, meaning either side, I don't give a shit whether you're R or you're big R or big D, like... And, and there are some interesting things in the wind with regards to the way that certain dynamics inside of parties are being uh, reconstructed. The neocons who were so against, you know, uh, Clinton, the Clint, you know, the Clintons and Obama uh, in the in the rise of the this sort of like new Republican position. There's been a general defection uh, from uh, a certain brand of Republican. They're the centrist, pro-military. Republican um, that isn't like uh, uh, talking about uh, elections being uh, fraudulent. There's there's one that I was looking at. There's this guy by the name of Bob Marshall. This we just moved away from this area, but he makes this huge point of uh, I was a Republican for 30 years, but after Trump came into office and he he tried to you know blow the Constitution away by you know, holding on to the presidency after he had clearly lost. I just couldn't have anything to do with the Republicans anymore. So he's kind of like that Liz Cheney kind of like Republican, but it's not a huge demographic. Obviously, like you look at his background, he's a, he, he was in the military for a long time. He has huge ties to war money, um, just like the Cheneys. Um, but that's, that's one new thing that's coming out. Um, and it's kind of weird because inside of the Republican party, you're seeing this sort of uh, this space where there's tension. But having said that, even with that tension, the way that this is going to play out in, in, in the elections is it would be a miracle. It would be a miracle if the Democrats hung on to either one of the, the houses. Well, again, it's, it's fucking tough just because of the fact that, I mean, we're talking about a five-seat swing. And, I mean, that's fucking 1%. And the way that everybody acts whenever something happens, and, you know... Maybe he has a lot more control over it than than we think, or or they do, because now I mean, fuel is down to around three bucks a gallon around here. Um, it's three oh eight right over here. It's three thirteen right over really? here. Most of the places that I'm seeing are three three nine three point nine. So um, I'm further south than you are more. Yeah. Well, I just I mean it's four bucks out on I seventy. So. I mean, but it's it's coming down, um, and maybe that's because they want to to hold on to those five seats. I don't know. Well, and he released a bunch of uh, he being reserve. Uh, he released a bunch of that oil from the reserves, in spite of the fact that the Saudis are trying to, you know, lower and try to, you know, OPEC is a general like overview is lowering their production for the for the world. Um, but there was another point that you brought up that I definitely want to make sure is like super clear. Um, how is it possible that you have one party talking about 
uh, crime and you know the rule of law and on the other side you have people talking about Roe versus Roe v. Wade you know row 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 your vote did you hear that one no oh my god well whoever fucking came up with that one should just fucking go behind the barn and row 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 your vote maybe they had just watched uh revenge of the nerds well if that was it then i if, that, if they put it in that context i would be because he'd be i'd be ballsy to say that you know but they they put it in that context that we have inflation rates that are higher than anything that we've seen in the 1970s you don't talk about anything with regards to that i mean it's like when you see, because you you know that if a Democrat came forward and said, we're concerned about this, and these are things that we want to do, and maybe this would be the program, we'd say. Or even populist right-wing people, they could do the same fucking thing. But not a single motherfucker saying anything about anything in the economy. Well, so you know my belief on the thing, and that is that they don't really care because they're all the same fucking party. You know, they're the Demopublicans. And the only thing they're doing is fighting for whatever little bit of power that they can get. And it's not even real power. It's maybe money. Maybe it's blowjobs. Maybe it's, you know, whatever a congressperson gets, you know, or, or a senator. Um, because again, it's it's not real power. I mean, sure they have some power depending on what committee they're on, um, but not really. Because then they got to fight with another eleven people or another five people or or what, depending on the committee. Um, I, there's still power in that. I mean, because they they have the ability to decide what they're going to talk about and what they're not going to talk about. Right. And they can, you know, call votes, you know, or table things and, and postpone votes and do all kinds of shit depending on parliamentary procedure. I mean, there's a bunch of shit because, I don't know, the, the whole thing I, I think is a fucking waste of time. And don't get me wrong, I think that mutual respect should be paid, but I don't think I have to call for gentleman Darren Jolly to tell me his thoughts. And then after he tells me his thoughts, I've got to wait for, you know, six other people and I've got to formally call them all. And then at the end they say, Oh, well, we're going to table this until three weeks from Tuesday, you know, um, it just seems like a big waste of time. Vote, don't vote. Um, don't wait. Quit putting fucking pork into these bills. Um, just write a straight fucking amendment to where it's it's for the country, not for whatever you're trying to accomplish. It's funny listening to you talk about this process, which we both know is just obnoxiously like, it's like waving through molasses, like it's a fucking nightmare. But when I was the person that was badgering you so much at the beginning about <laughs> voting as, as a thing, and you're, you did you like, I mean, you, it's, it's the fact of the matter is that we, what it comes down to is that both of us have an affection towards the thoughts that are behind the system that we're into. But we both know that it's just so fucked up in so many different ways. 
And of course, like Brian, and I don't, I don't think that I'm putting words in your mouth when I say that you have a picture to where if at least if more people were active, then certain things like a two-party system would be more difficult to, to maintain because everybody would sort of be looking at it. Right. But and it's with that. But your, your picture is that that's, that's happening. But at the same time, you're still so fucking hyper cynical that like you, you look at what's going on in the actual you know, yeah, process. well, I mean, just to give you another example, and this doesn't have shit to do with the midterm elections, except for the fact that they're wasting our fucking time. Congress, I think it was the 112th Congress, spent six fucking months getting french fries taken off, taken off the federal menus because... France had done something to offend us and they didn't want French fries on the menu because they wanted to call them Patriot fries. Um, that was right after 9-11. Yeah, they spent another six fucking months um, renaming post offices for famous people that were in that. the general vicinity. Um, so it, it's just an example of, again, what they do. I mean, because... Definitely, Darren and I don't give a fuck whether or not they call them Patriot Fries or French Fries. Oh, I do. Do you? Yeah, I apologize. Fuck, fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> don't talk about stupid shit like that. Don't waste my fucking money turning them into fucking Freedom Fries. Oh, it fuck was off. Freedom. It was Freedom Fries. It wasn't Patriot Fries. <laughs> that Because that would have been too closely tied to the Patriot Act, and more people would have been pissed off probably. Oh, because you're drawing... Uh, yeah. The thoughts to how they were basically telling us that we couldn't do anything and they were going to watch everything that we did from here to eternity. Yeah. And anybody who was an enemy of the state was going to automatically be classified as a terrorist. Right. Dissent. No dissent. Um, yeah. So they, they waste our fucking time. And to kind of jump back to what you originally said is yes, I do think that we need more people voting, first of all. But second of all, I think that they need to vote for who they actually want. I, I find it very hard to believe that everybody wanted Trump with 100% of their, you know, beliefs. Um, same goes for Biden or Clinton or Reagan or yeah, whoever. Think, do you think anybody really wanted to vote for Hillary? That That's exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. And so... You know, first, let's get that number from, you know, the, I mean, it was at an all-time high when Obama ran, and we ended up hitting like 67%. Um, but let's get that number up to maybe 67% all the time. Well, I will tell you something that's interesting. In the places where they're allowing pre-voting, right? It's so like Georgia, they're more than double their pre-voting for 2020. And this is a fucking midterm election. In, in Wisconsin, I think that I, I was one of the other ones. They're they're like way up. They're like at 158% of where they were, what I was listening to earlier today. So that's good. That, that's in, awesome. In a midterm election, I mean, because then you're not you, you're not giving into the illusion that you're, you know, of the concept of a president. You see that there might be some, uh, you know, some propositions or something that you want to vote for on top of who it is that you're going to pick in terms of like who your local senators and Congress people are or your the ones that are on a federal level. Oh, and incidentally, uh, 38 gubernatorial seats for this uh, yeah. this round. So, and I did I didn't mention those just because 
usually governors just use that seat as a jumping off point to yeah, run for Senate yeah, or, or get, yeah, get appointed to the whatever. fucking, yeah, get appointed to be the Department of Transportation or some stupid shit. Which I think is also horseshit. I mean, you should try to take care of whatever state you're in or, or municipality. I mean, not that he did it on purpose, but, you know, Mayor Pena ended up being the Department of Transportation guy um, because he built DIA. Well, he built DIA and wasted fucking millions and millions of taxpayer dollars because they had just fixed Stapleton, you know. So he built DIA so that the federal government would notice him, and then he got a better job. Um, it wasn't so they could film that part of Die Hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and that was Die Hard too. It was Die Hard too. That's right. Yeah. True. True classic. Um, you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned that about the the pre-voting and the, the numbers, because one of the things I wanted to talk about with the Ben midterms is, you know, depending on the party and generally it's the Republicans, um, but they do a lot of tricky type shit depending on who wants to take control, right? So a lot of times they'll do redistricting. Um, you know, they say, well, you can't vote because you don't have this or this, these credentials. Um, you know, you don't live at this address anymore. You can't vote, whatever the case is. Um, when they should be encouraging more people to vote. And the numbers that you just gave give me, I don't know, a sense of hope, I guess. <laughs> like, Not like big hope. No. Small H hope. Seriously. Um, because that's important. Um, yeah, we can't be waiting. We can't just be waiting for fucking presidential. Because that's just fashion shows, you know. And this is just fashion shows, too. But it is, uh, no matter what. And, and I'm cynical that most people still don't even understand as much about the process as they should. But the only way that you're going to get to understand more about the process is to actively get involved in it, to, to engage it in, in, in many ways. I'm going to say one other thing about So I've mentioned that I work for the post office. Uh, this is my uh, let's see, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 20. So this is my sixth big election cycle that I've gone through inside the post office. I have never seen so much fucking shit being fucking sent around from all over the place from fucking this committee and that committee and that super PAC and dude. And of course it's always there, but dude, we literally have like stacks and stacks and stacks of fucking shit at the fucking post office for political mail that goes out every single day. This fucking, this election can't, at least in terms of postal shit can't get over soon enough. Like I see the carriers and they're just fucking losing their mind because they, every day they got seven, Things that they have to case into their fucking route for every single person that's on the route. So you got 480 things for this Democrat one and 480 things for this Republican one and 480 things for the fucking some other stupid, you know, a county clerk, you know, I mean, give me a fucking break. County clerk. And these are people I mean, because now that the county clerk stuff is coming out, these are people that probably didn't have enough money to start back in you know september because that's when i first remember seeing the first political shit start coming out 
and those are people with money. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with fundraising and advertising. Um, but what I'm saying, like Darren just threw this thing on the table and it's for, oh, Brittany Peterson. Peterson. That's not Peterson. No, I mean, okay, she might pronounce it Peterson, but she's a fucking retard because the way the English language works is that's Peterson. No? Maybe they spelled it wrong. And that's a fucking stripper name anyway. She probably shouldn't be elected just She's because got the of glasses that. in the Oh, that's not probably that's not That just nice. makes her look like a smart stripper. <laughs> Which is like the I smart kid on the I short bus. It might be like the dirty teacher thing. Yeah. So. Um but there's they're slinging mud at her and not calling her a stripper, but they're they're, they're definitely slinging mud about inflation and like it's her fault. Um it's it's not her fault. It it can't be her fault. Anybody believes that be, that it's like immediately some fucking lower level house representative in Colorado's fault about inflation is fucking a numbskull. But this was paid for by Colorado's future. Um, so let's see who's funding Colorado's future. I went through I went through a, a, an exercise like this yesterday where I found one. What was the name of the What was the name of the super pack? I got it. I pull it up and the fucking avalanche squirt comes up. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a lot of money behind it, and they they start you know thrashing people pretty early. I, I, the one that I found was for Colorado's future.net. Yeah. I, I went, for Colorado's future, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, I'm on that page uh, now. So much fucking shit, like where they're coming from. And what's interesting though, is it's not just, they don't just push money to specific sides. They tend to, to, to put money to support more Republicans, but they do push certain democratic candidates. If they fall in line with a certain thought process that they, you know, whatever their little agenda is, and it shows who donates all the money. This person did $25,000 six times, and this one did $25,000 four times, and totaling, you know, $1.87 million or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Their website blows. You can't find out any information no, you, about it. No, but they, if, you, if you go through it, you, you find a connection to another website. That's where – so, I, oh, I just went and did a search for Cotus Future – for Colorado's future, and then they, they there was this thing for all of the the money that, that was behind it. Uh, that's not it. Yeah, so I mean, obviously there are packs and super packs, and and all of these people that are you know spending money because they want certain people elected for whatever reason. Um, you know, take whatever they say, and and again. Try to do some research on your own and find out whether Brittany Peterson Peterson <laughs> um, is actually doing any of these things. Like it says that she voted for the budget, but it doesn't say you know what bill that was, and, and that's a problem for me. That means that they're just throwing shit out there that is essentially meaningless. Um, and, and they do this all the time for everything, um, regardless of whether you're talking about the, 
the dean of students at the University of Colorado or University of Michigan um, to the treasurer, um, secretary of state, all of that shit. Um, they're just fucking assholes. I wish that they would just tell the truth once. Well, but, I mean, that's our fault as citizens, you know, because if you can be persuaded by some bullet point, you know, that gets you emotionally, because that's all, you know, I mean, they just throw, keep throwing bullet points shit against the wall, you know. This one's hilarious. It says support supports law enforcement, gun safety, and mental health programs. Well, who the fuck doesn't? <laughs> I mean, I think we should be able to buy guns anytime we want. But I'm not against gun safety. But that guy's, he's this, because he's in a hyper-conservative part of, of southern, so, you know, south Denver metro area. He is running as a Democrat, but he bills himself as that, you know, that Liz Cheney type of, you know, walk in the line. Where he really is, I mean, he if, if you would have asked him four years ago, he'd be a Republican, or eight years ago, he'd be a Republican. What a fucking dildo. Oh, but he does want to defend the rule of law, including women's health care. <laughs> That's a pretty general comment, too. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't say that he's pro-choice. He, he's, he's pro choice or, no, or no, that just means women can go to the doctor. doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nice. It's like, that's that's such, I mean, you, you, you say, let me say as many things without ever saying anything at all. We don't want to piss anybody off, so we just take half a position with regards to anything, so we can make everybody happy. Like, it's funny, because, like, David Lynch made these great films with the concept of intentional ambiguity, but it's being stolen now. That concept is being stolen by politicians and, and abused. Intentional ambiguity is supposed to be for good art. It's not supposed to be for some asshole that stands there and says, I believe that women should be able to go to the doctor whenever they want to go to the doctor. They should never be stopped from going to the doctor. No, they can go whenever they want. Whenever they want. The Board of Education. Yeah, I mean, so obviously on the local level, you're going to have a bunch more stuff on your ballots than just, you know, the one of the 35 senators or... Um, your house reps, but, um, you know, try really hard to not pay attention to the trash and, and do a little bit of research and vote based on what you want, not. Meaning you don't let a politician's agenda set your agenda. Don't let them like, I, I will never forget going into at the end of the nineties when we were talking about, education problems and i know i've talked about this before but like i had just graduated from high school i, I it took me a whole six years to graduate from high school because i was partying a little bit too much but uh the whole conversation was about testing you know they weren't talking about anything with regards to substance and and that's no different than saying uh, these ones are in favor of uh, January 6th type, you know, conspiracy theories, therefore, or these ones are uh, against, uh, they want to get criminals on the street. This one wants to vote to decriminalize drugs. So they want fentanyl to be out there killing your kids. These are, this is, you can't allow these bullet point positions to, to, to identify what it is that you're thinking about or what you're looking for in a person that you want to connect to 
socially and politically. You need to have uh, a more complicated view of the world. These people were just fucking flat ass lazy, though. I mean, I kind of appreciate what they said. It said, "Make mo- no mistake, we cannot trust Vicky Pine to uphold our democracy." And then it says, "Check the facts." Twitter five twenty two twenty two. So she must have posted something a on tweet? there. Yeah, they literally <laughs> cite a fucking tweet. <laughs> See. Twitter citations? I mean, what does this come to? You know? It's crazy. It is not a good thing. And you were making fun of me for putting these on the table. Now you're having fun looking at the stupid shit that they're saying. Well, I was making fun of you for looking for junk mail, but I'm glad you did. I wasn't look. I just wanted to demonstrate that, my God, I just literally went out to the fucking mailbox and pulled all that shit out from today. I mean, that is just insanity. And it's insane to think that that's, but it is. And look, I'm not hating on anybody. Everybody's got a lot of work to do every day. I mean, we're, we, we, we're working full time and we're sitting here bullshitting with y'all whenever we can. And I do want to apologize. This episode is late today. This is the first time we've been late thus far, but uh, we're still going to have it up before the day is over with. So yeah, we're not really late. It's still Monday. But that in Hawaii, that's my fault. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, I just... So, do you know of any of the... Did they try to do any weird redistricting things anywhere around the country that you know of? There was, there was, there was one thing that I was listening to on Breaking Points the other day where they were, Crystal and Sager were talking about all these uh, gerrymandering positions. And one thing that people take for, for, for granted a lot... Uh, Republicans have held lower level offices a ton more than, than Democrats, and they have they played the redistricting 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 game much better uh, than like Democrats. Do. They, they're missing the the smaller playing field. So, but I, I don't know specifically. I'd have to go in and look at it a little closer. So here's something, and and this again, you got to pay attention to this kind of shit. I, this. Chick that I said was a stripper, Brittany Peterson or Peterson. Um, I didn't think she was a rep in Colorado. And it says she voted for the 2022's record-breaking budget. Well, I don't know where the fuck she did that because she's not a member of the House. She has been, though. I, I can tell you it for sure because there was this triad of people that I knew uh, I didn't know her personally, but I knew the other two personally when we did our ABT meetings. This kid, Chris, I, I'm not going to say anything about his last name or anything, but if you guys do dig enough, you'll be able to figure it out. He actually, I actually, when I vote this time, he's he's on the ballot for where we live now, and so is she, and so is this girl that uh, um, Jason and Betsy introduced me to that I made time with a little bit. <laughs> so that's the first time I'll ever get a vote for somebody who I actually uh, had relations with no i'm sure that she's on the ballot but my point she is was, she was she was a congresswoman before she was because something else funny about her i probably shouldn't say this because this is a little bit of mudslinging we have a, a a thing of letters that she owes postage dues on because she ran her uh her stuff out of our p.o box section in the past so she 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 had a seat and she lost the seat so she's been she's been a I'm 98% sure I'm not wrong. I, I can see you're looking hard. You you don't you don't believe me. No, I believe you. I just no, I just had pulled up the um I think she should pay her postage dues though. I really do. 
So I've got a thing about Nancy Pelosi talking to her. I've got a transcript of it. Why would Nancy Pelosi be talking to Brittany Pedersen? Let's see. Speaker Nancy Pelosi joined Congressman Joe, and I don't know how the fuck to pronounce his name, Nagoose. Nagy. I don't know who that is. Um, following a roundtable discussion about the Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, she thanks her for being there, but that's it. When was she... Uh, Ah, it doesn't fucking matter. We're we're going way off topic. Yeah. Um. But that I mean that's kind of my point is that you got to kind of do research on this. And if she did vote for it, then they should tell you what the fucking name of the bill was. And that goes for anything in your state or whatever. And you don't have to do a lot of research. Um. But it probably would help. So she she was she's a member of the state senate. State, okay. And See, but she's running. This is her first run for U.S. She's running for U.S. House, House Representative. Right. So that's that. Her 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 history is at that, and that's where Chris is at the state level, and uh, that girl that I can't remember her name. Uh, She's at the state level as well. She's a senator as well. But see, that's kind of what I'm saying is that they throw everything off because they show Biden with her, which makes you think that that number there, the $2 billion, was a federal thing. Yeah, congressional. From the House representative. And it just wasn't. But you know, that's, that's, again, intentional ambiguity. They're they're biting off of, you know, really good filmmaker shit at that point in time. And it it works because, yeah, I mean, you can tell people to – to look, you know, to look deeper all, all you want, but dude, it, it takes work to do what any of us do, you know, that go a little bit deeper. Yeah, it does a little bit. Um, but you know, or, or just vote for who you think is, is the right person. My point is fucking go vote. We can talk about how you choose who to vote for later. Um, but let's, Get involved in the process. Yeah. If, you're, if you start to engage, you're going to learn some things. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. Hopefully, because you hope. Hopefully, you don't just go once and then just fucking not do it again. Crawl before you walk. Walk before you run. Run before you fly. Something along those lines. Baby steps. Yeah. What was that? Oh, what about Bob? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray's funny. Dude. He's one of my favorites ever, dude. What about Bob? Bob. 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 Um, okay, so I I wanted to talk about one other thing. And, you know, again, the government, certain parties may or may not try to eliminate certain people from the voting population. Um and they're doing it in different states. I know Texas is one of them. Oklahoma is one of them. Colorado had a couple of things. Tennessee was one of them. I think that's why part of the reason why that early voting is going off in Georgia is so heavy. Well, because they're trying to make sure that they're not going to get disenfranchised with all the. And I want to make voting. sure and, and commend them on that. And that's what I was going to say too: is that the government seems to be trying to make it easier for a lot of people to vote. Now, again, this probably makes certain parties very unhappy um but hbo show the newsroom 
talked about something similar and they had some lady named Dorothy um, and she couldn't vote because she didn't have a driver's license because she doesn't drive. And she vote, voted for the last 57, yeah. yeah, 60 years of her life or something. And I just wanted to call horse shit on that um, because I didn't have a driver's license, but I did have a state-issued ID. And I'm pretty sure that every state has the availability for you to get a state-issued identification card. It doesn't really have to be a driver's. On newsroom, is yeah. that really what you're calling horseshit on? <laughs> well, some of it, some of it was quality and and good information. You know, some of that stuff really. Well, so the substance of the way that they presented it wasn't perfect. Right. But I just wanted to, again. Right now, though, we're. I mean, like the. It's odd because with and I honestly believe. That this is all because of what happened with Bernie in 2016 and 2020. Like I said, we're not, I mean, it's not just inflation. There are no economic questions that are being allowed to be brought forward when it comes to these things. You're not going to talk, I mean, there, I mean, anything that would talk about uh, helping people out financially is squashed. Child, child tax credit is not going to come up. Uh, now they're putting down the, uh, the student, uh, student loan shit i mean it's being held up in a and that that may not be the worst thing in the world that remains to be seen but it's being held up in courts now that we don't even know how that's going to play out but no economic questions are going to be allowed allowed to be asked and he brought up so many economic questions during those time periods that they had to find a way to redirect which is why things like voting rights because out of out of 2020 that was like the rhetorical disposition was all january 6th and voting rights. That was all that was coming on through MSNBC, Fox News, all the fucking main main media networks. So even if they did it in a shitty way on Newsroom, I, and that's not their responsibility anyway. It's our responsibility to do the, you know. And to figure is, out if they can vote. And it's curious that that was made, you know, 10 years ago. And it's so... Uh, salient now like it's just it, because they really are and it's a good way for both republicans and democrats i understand the democrats are the ones that you know because black people are going to vote for them disproportionately well there are times though i think that the democrats don't want people to vote too that's actually where i was going is that it actually benefits both of them because it keeps us from dealing working worrying about economic questions because no matter what at the end of the day uh, there was this thing that was coming out at the end of the last congressional session where there had been a big push to try to get, uh, um, especially in the, in the House, to try to get a bill on the floor that they were voting on to make it so people who are in the House and the Senate are not allowed to uh, trade stocks while they're doing that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and they, they, they sort of put it up there for a minute and uh, – I mean, like when it first came up, I remember Nancy Pelosi said, she said, well, this, you're not going to stop us from doing that. This is capitalism. Well, bitch, when you get fucking insider trading information and you go and buy that, and your, your husband's one of the biggest stock traders in the fucking country, um, that's not capitalism anymore, sweetie. That's, that's socialism for your rich ass bitch, okay? Or what, do you, um, what would you call it? A plutocracy? No. Um, a... Anyway, it's it's definitely just like some corrupt insider yeah. bullshit, yeah, and and that's kind of goes yeah. back to that power shit that I was talking about before. Oh, it's a 
Kleptoc or something. Kleptoc. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where you, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, regardless of what the power is, but I, I really still think if we do it, we can fucking take the power back. So, however they, or at least start to, again, crawl, run, or crawl, crawl, walk, run. Um, Don't think of it as it's just going to just going to get you to where it is that you're going to think of it more as like a chess game because if you're involved in it and you start to do things that they don't expect you to do then you're going to sort of force them to do things in a different way right and then they may be actually held accountable at some point and and that's what we're looking for i think and that's what we should be looking for um sorry i didn't mean to jump in no no we were both we were both we were going back and forth there, brother. We were feeding off of each other. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I definitely wanted to mention the newsroom thing, the mudslinging, you know, don't pay attention to it. Uh, November 8th is the day. Um, so regardless of how your state lets you do it, whether you can, you know, mail in your ballot or whether you have to actually show up and, and you know, punch a couple of buttons, do it um, and do it based on the person you actually want, not the one that is kind of better than the other one. Um, you're going to have to keep working on that <laughs> argument. I don't think that you're going to get people off of there, but we, we do need to have like, you know, uh, the, the Taiwanese guy that ran for a uh, president, uh, the, can't remember it was Andrew Yang, right? Andrew Yang had some interesting thoughts about third parties for a second, but then he wanted to pull everything in from the center and he totally destroyed every valid point that he was trying to make. But we need to not get away from that thought of thinking about ways to to draw other actors into the uh, the candidate process because this monkey wrench is not gonna we need to make it to where there's no more first past the post bullshit, there's no more we need to have it to where, uh, where there's competition. I mean, if we rhetorically believe in competition, then we need to create a, an, a, an arena where competition is actually happening. Because this is, this is just fantasy land when it comes to politics. And all of the things that affect us the most are being pushed to the side. And we're left to uh, be concerned with things that are important. Rule of law is important. Uh, police and all that stuff, that's important. Uh, Roe v. Wade, we, our first fucking episode that we did on this st- stupid journey that we've been going on here was on Roe v. Wade. So you cannot tell us that we don't care about stuff like that. But when it's used as a way to not allow us to dig deeper, to make sure that the people who we're putting in as representatives for us are doing what it is that we need to help them set their agendas. Fuck them setting their agendas. Yeah, don't, don't do the sleight of hand shit. Don't, they're not fucking magicians. So don't let them, you know point you in one direction and, and ignore all the other shit that they do. Um, yeah. So I interrupted you again. No, that's fine. I was just going to say one other thing. And no, I still am a Marxist. I do not believe that anything's going to come of electoral politics anyway, but we still need to use it as a tool to drive certain dialectics forward. So that's all. Yeah. We're at uh 48 minutes now or, or coming up on 48. Um, so, Later this week, we are going to do Dead Musicians, which ought to be a hoot. 
Um, I'm gonna <laughs> we'll we'll try to make it not morbid. Um, but there's got to be some no ham sandwiches. Right, <laughs> Mama Cass. Um, so dead musicians on Wednesday, and then Friday we are going to cover torture and some of the means and implements of said torture. It's, it's tough because it's stuff that you can't see very clearly. You know, black sites, they don't let you see very much what's going on in those spots. But. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, well, we can cover both physical and psychological torture, um, you know, for fucking ever, um, which is sad. I don't know why, but, you know, simple things that you don't actually have to see. I mean, like, rape has been used as a torture device forever for both men and women. Um, yeah. Like, like I, I, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. so torture is coming up on <laughs> Friday. Um, so we got some good episodes coming. You got anything in mind for next week? Should we talk about that or just leave it alone? Well, Wednesday, Wednesday stopped, Friday. I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it more down the line. Okay. Fuck it. Wednesday, Friday, you know, the, the, deal so short bus debate club is rolling um we're on twitter at short bus debate uh tiktok short bus debate club 720-334 roll and, and what's, our, what's our email address oh yeah it's short bus debate club at yahoo so please feel free to contact us on any of those even the people who listen to us from Maryland. <laughs> yeah i'm interested in what you have to say you fucking cocksuckers other than janae because we know that, yeah, that she's the one real person that's listening out there. Yeah, analyst. Um, see you later. All right, later. <laughs>